Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to Beyond Barriers. Have you ever felt overwhelmed but struggled with the feeling that no one can do it better than I can, or it's just going to take too long for me to explain it and have them do it, and I can just get it done faster? (laughs) Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about delegation and why it's important and how you can get past your fear of letting go. So let's start with understanding what delegation is actually. So what is delegation? Well, it's a word that perfectionists hate. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, But uh, seriously, so what delegation is, is to entrust someone with a task or responsibility. And typically, Mm -hmm. it's someone who's less experienced or Mm -hmm. less skilled than you. Mm -hmm. And that is really the root cause of why people struggle with delegation, Mm -hmm. because you have mastered that skill or you've gained that experience. And now you got to trust someone um, who doesn't, you know, have quite that level of caliber or skill set as you do, mm-hmm. and you have to trust them to get it done. Yes. And so now, as a perfectionist uh, or a highly experienced person, you might worry about, well, what if they, you know, do it wrong, or they miss a deadline, mm-hmm. or it doesn't come out as uh, well as what I might have done it. So it becomes a hesitation to say, well. I don't know if I can take that risk. So might as well just do it myself. Yeah. Well, that actually definitely (laughs) resonates with me because I am a perfectionist or recovering perfectionist and, um, you know, help, explain why delegation is so important because it took me to really understand the importance of why it was important to delegate for me to actually start doing it. Right. Well, quite simply, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, Mm -hmm. right? So if you want to achieve bigger, better results, you have to get, create more value in the same amount of time, Mm -hmm. which means if you want to achieve more, you have to focus on less. And if you need to focus on the most important things that are the highest and best use of Mm -hmm. your time and talent, then you have to let go of everything else. And that requires you to be very effective at delegating. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know how to do that, you're going to naturally be burying yourself with everything on your plate, unwilling to let go of all these, you know, minutiae and everything that really are not the right focus for your role. And so in doing that, you're essentially making yourself less effective and creating less value out there. So as a leader, you have to be able to do that. Yeah. So once I realized that I was being less effective because of that, I was like, okay, I need to start delegating. But then came the whole okay, well, how do I delegate or what do I delegate? What, what yeah. would somebody do next? Right. So that's a great question. So let's take the example of a leader or someone mm-hmm. who wants to be a leader. You know, it, really your focus needs to be on people um, and their priorities or the priorities of the organization mm-hmm. and then on the project. So if you're burying yourself with all the projects by doing it to yourself, guess what you're not doing, what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> yes. in your role, right? Um, so that becomes a really good starting point to figure out, you know, as you're thinking about delegation, mm-hmm. the first thing to think about is what is the most important result 
that you are responsible for generating in your mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever that is, really think about what does that mean in terms of your focus? Where should you be focusing mm-hmm. in order to get to that result? Look at your calendar and you know the time you've invested or time you're investing on a daily basis. Is that the focus that will get you the result that you're held accountable for? Mm-hmm. And then really think about, you know, how, what do you need to do in order to shed some of the distractions, some of the things that are misuse of your time and your focus, mm-hmm. and then what are the core things you should focus on? Mm-hmm. And so that starts to give you a list of things that are items or tasks or responsibilities that are great candidates for delegation. Mm-hmm. The other way to look at it is also look at um, your hourly rate. Mm. Now, you know, uh, look at your annual compensation divided by 2,000 hours. That gives you mm-hmm. an hourly rate, right? So now if, let's say it's $100 an hour. Mm-hmm. And you start to look at all of those I- items that you identified as candidates for delegation. Start mm-hmm. to look at that to say, okay, this is not a good use of my time. But especially like as you start to put an hourly mm-hmm. rate and say, is this below $100? Is it at mm-hmm. $100 or more than that? If you start to look at it very quickly, you can find out, you know, what are the obvious things that must be mm-hmm. off your plate? Right. You know, and that really resonates with me because when, um, you know, I really did look at the hourly rate and said, wow, I'm spending, it's taking me five hours to get this thing done. And so if my hourly rate was $100, it's costing me $500 to get this done. Or I could delegate it to somebody else who could do it, whose hourly rate was maybe $20 an hour. So now this five-hour project is cost me $100. Right. And so that's when, for me, it kind of clicked and saying, oh, I'm like almost cheating my company because I'm doing all of these projects right. that could be done you know, um, more efficiently than me doing it myself. Right. And then the key to that is recognizing that the hourly rate is not about what is less important or more right. important. You need all of those it's things to, to achieve get it done. the results. <laughs> yes. You have to get all of those pieces done to get the result, but you have to ensure that the right people in the right roles are focusing on the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's important for you to focus on the right thing and have other people around you that can focus on the things that are they are great for, and collectively you can achieve mm-hmm. that result. So, okay, I've identified now the tasks that I need to delegate, but I still have that hesitancy or that fear of like, uh, you know, how, how do I make sure they get it done right? What do you do next? So you've identified what it is you need to yeah. delegate. What's next? So the next thing you want to do is figure out what is the right profile of the person uh, that is necessary to, you know, that would be able to do this most effectively. Mm-hmm. So let's say it is something that requires tremendous attention to detail. It's very, you know, uh, it's a lot of data or details and it requires mm-hmm. a lot of focus and mm-hmm. someone who doesn't, you know, who is very good at crossing their uh, T's and dotting their I's. Mm-hmm. You want to find the profile of person that mm-hmm. matches that. Right. You know, you don't want someone who uh, is, uh, you know, tends to be careless of mm-hmm. handling something that is very detail oriented. On the other hand, let's say what you're trying to delegate requires. EQ and great relationship skills. You want to find, you know, you don't want to delegate that to someone who is right. uh, not natural in that. So really start to think about it from the list of things you mm-hmm. want to delegate. What is the right profile or characteristics um, that are absolutely essential mm-hmm. to do that successfully? Right. So you want to set them up for success as well as set yourself up for success. So right. picking the right person. And, and very often you might discover that 
because you were the person who was doing it all, there's no way you are you know, naturally in tune to all of those characteristics. So as you start to identify, you know, the things to delegate and start to look at the profile of the person to delegate to, you might find people that are much better than you. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's what you really want. You want to surround yourself with people better than yourself that are naturally inclined to do Mm -hmm. that particular task um, in a much better way. Right. So I identified the person who is going to be able to get this job done probably better than me. Now, how do I make sure that, you know, so um, I the handoff is perfect. So, uh, well, even before you do the handoff, like let's say you look at the profile of mm-hmm. that person, you know, the right person to take on this delegation. From that, it gives you a sense of who to consider for that. You might have mm-hmm. a few different options. You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's three different people who could take this on. They fit the profile. Well, that's not enough. The next thing you want to do is really make sure there's um, that they're aligned with the motivation to get it done. Because mm, simply yes. because they can doesn't ma- right. mean that they will, right? So you want to make sure that the motivation is there. Well, and motivation is hard. So how do you make sure that someone's <laughs> motivated to do it? Yeah. So, well, first off, if it is something that they naturally enjoy, that it is aligned with their profile, mm-hmm. it's something that they love doing, they're going to be intrinsically motivated to do mm-hmm. that. But what also helps to take it to the next level is to help them understand why it matters. Mm, If you can get someone to understand the context of and the importance of what they're doing and how it connects to the bigger picture and how critical their contribution is, now you've unlocked a whole different level of motivation. Mm, So that's what you want to get to do. Right. Right. Okay. So now you have the right person um, and you identify their motivation. Uh, What's next? So from this, now let's say you've picked the right person that is uh, the right person to delegate to, to take on this responsibility. What you want to do from there is get very clear about the outcome you're looking for Mm. by when you want it and a, you know, suggested process to get there. Mm -hmm. So uh, now why does this matter? Because simply telling them, I want you to go, let's take the example of someone who's doing research. You want to delegate research to someone. Mm -hmm. Well, simply saying go research X, Y, Z isn't going to get you uh, the results because there's not a whole lot of clarity about what that is. So you want to say, I'm looking to get research done on this topic. This is a question I need research support for. I need it done within two weeks. And, you know, I want the deliverable to look like this Word document, for example. I Mm -hmm. want the results in an Excel file Mm -hmm. or I want, you know, a collection of documents to be delivered to me. And I want a synthesized executive summary to be provided. So you've now described not only what you need help with, but how you need it done, by when you need it done. Mm -hmm. And you also want to illustrate with, here's what's worked for me in the past, or this is the process to follow. Mm -hmm. If you have a well-defined process, that's even better. Now, keep in mind, they might improve the process Mm -hmm. uh, as they're making it work for them. And that's great, but you want to be clear about the outcome and the deadline. Okay. And so you basically then have clarified the outcome, the deadline. So it's kind of contracting with them, right? So yeah, what's next? Sense, after after the yeah. contract, after you kind of are contracting with them, what's next? So the next thing you want to do then is to confirm, um, you know, get their confirmation uh, of their acceptance and the understanding. Now, this is a part where a lot of people go wrong mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, we think we simply passed on the baton and they're going to run with it. It's not that simple because a lot can get 
lost in translation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people can make assumptions about things. So here's an example. You ask someone to get it done by end of business, on uh, end of the week, end of business. Well, does that mean Friday at 5 p.m.? Eastern time? Does it mean Friday at midnight Pacific time? You know, what does right. that actually mean? So clarifying for them and making sure that they're able to replay back to you what they heard, mm-hmm. what they understood, and what they're committed to doing is an important part of that handoff. So mm. be sure to get that confirmation of their understanding and their acceptance and willingness to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if there's a disconnect, that's a great place for you to course correct. You can clarify, no, that's not what I meant, or here's kind of more specifically what I'm looking for. Mm. But it gives you both an opportunity to get fully aligned right. in terms of the right uh, outcome and be on the same page. Right. So, and and that's actually really important because I can say that I don't think I've ever done that piece of the confirmation. I've kind of spelled it out in an email and then they just respond, sure, okay. And I kind of left it at that. So I'm missing the whole confirmation, like, what did you understand or how are you going to get it done? Yeah. In fact, not doing that one step very often gets people frustrated about delegation because what happens? They hand off the baton and then they're waiting for the result and the result comes back. It is not what they expected. Mm. But it's not because the other person wasn't skilled or capable. They might have just misunderstood your expectations, but you never confirmed it at the start. So now you're getting the result right. happening at the and end. And that's dangerous because then you're blaming that and you're saying, I'm never going to delegate again, exactly. but it's because you missed an right. essential piece. So you're accountable for making sure that the person is clear that they're set up for success and then you can support them to get to that outcome together. And if you miss that step, you rob both of yourselves of that Mm. opportunity and you're now training yourself that delegation doesn't get you the (laughs) right right results. So ultimately your success is going to be the result of multiplying and cloning yourself Mm -hmm. with people better than you. So you have to be able to do this. Okay. So now I've confirmed and they've got it and they're they're off to the races. What next? Is there another step? Yes. So another step here is to make sure that you're setting expectations of your checkpoints. Now, why does mm. this matter, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the checkpoints give you an opportunity to make sure that things are going in the right direction. Even if they fully understand and you're on mm-hmm. the same page, mm-hmm. you don't know how things will unfold along the way. So by setting a checkpoint, it gives you an opportunity to trust, but also verify mm-hmm. um, along the way. But by clarifying upfront to say, hey, we're going to be, you know, this is a super mission critical project. So I'm going to delegate, you know, this part of the responsibility to you, but because of the time sensitivity or, you know, the uh, importance of it, we're going to do daily checkpoints. Um, So every day at 9am, we're going to do a quick checkpoint to make sure that it's headed the right direction. Mm -hmm. And if you're stuck, I can help you with it. So by setting that kind of cadence, um, you know, you are also giving them an understanding of Mm -hmm. uh, that you trust them, but you need to, you know, that there's an opportunity for them to get support. It also prevents them from feeling micromanaged because let's say you handed off the project and then, you know, they thought that's it. You handed it off. Mm -hmm. I'm off to the races. I'm doing it by myself. And then you keep calling them or checking in with them every day. Now you're going to make someone feel micromanaged because you never set the expectation up front. Mm-hmm. of the cadence of the checkpoints. Mm. So once you have, you know, once you're ready to hand off, be sure to, you know, set the right cadence for mm-hmm. the checkpoint, whether it's once a week, 
every day, whatever it is that is right for that particular project, Mm -hmm. make sure you set that cadence up front. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. Okay, so now you have the cadence, you have your checkpoints, making sure everything's aligned and whatnot. Um, you know, what is there anything next? And yeah. so after this point, now when you're checking through that, your goal is to make sure there's continued alignment with your expectations that the deliverables mm. are, you know, as you expected, but you're also using that as a coaching opportunity to help someone develop their skill set. So right. this is where feedback is important, you know, uses as, as an opportunity to develop their skill because ultimately, you know, you are going to gain a tremendous amount of leverage when this person not only takes it, takes this um, mm-hmm. responsibility off your plate, gives you that leverage, but is doing it better than you ever could. Right. And you get to the point where you don't even need to do the checkpoints. You truly have someone who has mastered that skill set and mm-hmm. is off to the races. And that's how it all comes together. And that's fantastic. So again, you know, finding the right thing that you're going to delegate, finding the right person, getting the clarity, confirming, giving them feedback along the way, make sure that you're aligned and have the checkpoints and you you all agree on that. So that's fantastic. And, and it makes me think like you, this could be used anywhere, right? Everywhere, right? Not just in the workplace. Yeah, that's a great point because your effectiveness um, at work is also just as much influenced by your personal life, you Mm -hmm. know, how things, uh, what's on your plate at home. So if you find yourself, you know, juggling so many responsibilities at home, not really setting yourself up for success, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. apply the same process, look at your role in your household. You know, if you think about it as people, priorities and projects, in your household, Mm -hmm. what's the most important thing for the people in your life in in terms of the relationship with them? What is the right focus for you? Mm -hmm. What are the right priorities for your health, your wellness, for, you know, your family to thrive? And then what are the projects that need to get done in that? So as you start to think about, use that same hourly rate Mm -hmm. and say like, (laughs) how can I delegate this to someone else uh, or hire someone to do it Mm -hmm. and then go through that same process. Make sure that that person has the right profile to get it done. Make sure they're motivated. Make sure that they uh, understand the outcome that you're looking for. Set up those checkpoints and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, keep uh, ensuring alignment by giving them the feedback along the way. And before you know it, uh, you're going to have more leverage not just at work, but also at home. Fantastic. So there you have it, the power of delegation. So we're going to challenge you. Think about this framework. Look at your calendar. Look at all the tasks and the things that you're doing. Identify something that you can delegate. Follow the framework and free yourself of that so that you can be more efficient. So do that and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. 
If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.